This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Dumpster Diving. It's that great time in your life when we can talk about something that is horrifyingly bad or... Last week we talked about the craft, which was, you know, held up. But uh, this, I, I don't know if I, I mean, you can't say if this held up or not, because I don't think it ever was up. <laughs> no. So we, uh, by request from one of our fans, we, uh, we're we reviewing the How Do I Know If I'm Really in Love, uh, the Justine Bateman produced... <laughs> Uh, and Jason Bateman roped into uh, production, and the rumor is uh, <laughs> um, fulfills Ted Danson's community service. <laughs> Apparently, he had a lot of unpaid parking tickets, and I guess this ah. uh, this fulfilled community service for him. That's the rumor. I can ni- neither confirm nor deny that, but as it says at the beginning, this is filmed at University High School in Los Angeles, California, and they don't endorse <laughs> the movie in any way, uh, which is good for them. Smart decision, uh, because it is really weird. Uh, so ostensibly, although it doesn't really it doesn't necessarily come across uh, exactly this way, but ostensibly it is a, um, it's a 1986 movie, which is available on YouTube still. It's about an hour long and it's basically a teen abstinence uh, thing, not a pre-marriage abstinence, not a, like a religious based um, don't do this until you get married, but the 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 uh, doctor or um, psychologist that uh, wrote the book that this is based on Saul Gordon uh, he um, he was a you know a PhD and he believed in he wanted to help curb teen pregnancy there was a lot of teen pregnancy going on in the eighties and he uh, he basically said you know when you're sixteen when you're 14, 15, 16, 17, even, you know, in a lot of cases, you're too young for this kind of responsibility and, you know, you shouldn't do it until you get to be 18. Yeah, back back then they didn't have fancy birth control methods like pulling out. Exactly. Although they do mention that. Uh, Ted Danson <laughs> Ted Danson goes through a little black book of uh, lines that guys give girls and says uh, one of them... Uh, being, uh, you know, trust me, I'll pull out in time, <laughs> and says, uh, we all know that's a lie. It does, it feels so good to finish Do, do we, Ted? There. Ted, do we all know that's a lie? <laughs> uh, yeah, Ted likes to finish inside, so, um, when that's he... That's promising he won't. Right. <laughs> but, the, like, they, the, so... I don't even know exactly how to explain this or how weird it is. They use students from university high. They're all weird in some 80s way, whether they've got uh, speech. And it was about 50 of them. Yeah. 
whether they've got speech impediments or um, they look like the killer from uh, Silence of the Lambs. I, I forgot my line. What was my line? I felt like he looked like uh, my friend Matt a little bit. He does look a little bit like Matt. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe, maybe Matt. He had that same dead look in his eyes. Yeah. He he tucks his penis back uh, behind his legs just like Matt does. Um, but uh, so there's no accidental, uh, you know, on camera. But um, anyway, so they're all weird in some way. Like I said, either weird hair, or weird clothes, or whatever. But one of the weirdest things is the, the there's weird editing choices where some poor girl is like they're telling they're like saying like well what do you what's love you know mean to you or whatever and they don't film that part and she's like I I don't know I, you know like uh, I'm in the dark I you know I don't know basically her her saying you know I don't know what love is really because you know I'm I'm 15 fucking years old and I'm being honest with myself. <laughs> And they replay that like 25 times. <laughs> just someone will be having some unrelated conversation and they just cut to that clip of her. And they do that with a, a few different things like uh, like uh, stepladder. <laughs> you know, when it comes to, to love or um, what's the other one? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. But they're so basically Justine Bateman says, hey, I read a book by this dude. Uh, and I think that he he makes a lot of good points. I really feel passionate about this. I'm going to have my brother Jason lay on a couch <laughs> next to me. Looking like he just got done fucking me. Yeah, in the in the worst sweater ever. Um, Yeah, basically like... Uh, and <laughs> Ted Danson says something. And then all of a sudden this... Uh, you know, this, uh, like, circle of Justine Bateman pops up and goes, come on. I don't, I don't understand. Is this supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be serious? I don't understand. But the weirdest thing is when they're talking to these kids, for some reason, either on the left side of the screen or the right side of the screen, <laughs> there's some hand-drawn fucking image and my wife almost died laughing when she saw this that just like slowly encroaches on them like you want to be like what hey wait 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 watch out <laughs> like what is going on sometimes it's a giant ear <laughs> sometimes yeah, the one with a giant phone um uh, yes. <laughs> if you listen to the story the girl's telling it's the most ridiculous thing she's like I mean, this guy, we looked very good in pictures together. Everybody said we looked good together. It was like the most, like, vapid conversation ever. Yeah. We, yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, well, we looked good together, and we went to the same high school, so we dated for two years. Um, but it turns out I didn't really care about him at all. And then, uh, but the one that's the most baffling is someone's talking. I don't even remember who's talking. Somebody's talking. And just the weirdest fucking-looking drawn face. Like it's turning <laughs> to look at them. I'm like, what is going on? Like it's the thing is borderline experimental. Like, did David Lynch direct this movie? I don't understand what's going on. Like, what community service did Justine Bateman have to deal with? Seriously. And then there's a musical interlude in the middle where uh, this what's poor girl is singing like. Uh, at first, he didn't like my friends, and he didn't like my nose. It's like, 
Uh, maybe you shouldn't be dating this guy. He's just telling you all the shit he hates about you. Yeah, like the intro to the movie was like ten minutes long with this like ridiculous song. Oh yeah. And it's like introducing every person who ever like went to this high school in history. Yeah. How do I know if I'm really in love? Um, yes. but uh, yeah. You know, at one point they keep flashing back to like this doctor who's like having this like conference, you know, mm-hmm. with the kids. It's for some reason some of the kids have these shirts that say like, and the musical interlude is ridiculous with this. Like one of them has a shirt that says "Love L O V," yes, which makes no sense at all. Why it's? I, I mean, can they only have four or three letters? Yeah, I, I feel I, like a graphic design company was very involved in the production of this movie. Yeah, it's the same graphic design company that uh, designed the Choose Life shirts from the uh, Wake Me Up Before yeah. You Go Go video. It's it's like Monty Python's Canadian version of his, uh, you know, his like cousin. But I don't. I thought maybe LOV stood for something because they have other things that stand yeah, for things, which were completely made up for the movie and never came up again in history. Yeah, the only one I've ever heard of is. Um, POA, I guess, but I've never heard of anyone referring to it as POA. I've just heard people say piece of ass. But uh yeah. but yeah, yeah. like they, HTT well, hot to trot. Yeah, you recognized uh, FC, right? Uh no, feeling <laughs> Oh, Allison Jones was there. All right. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I it was <laughs> it was ridiculous. So yeah, like you said, the musical interlude of them, you know, with these shirts, like saying, you know, I was one. I was wondering if she was GIB. No, it, not even in 1986 was anyone talking to someone saying, "I wonder if she's GIB." What's that mean, asshole? Good in bed. You could just say that. We're, we're, we're not texting all the time yet. Cell phones aren't invented. Not everything needs to be a fucking, uh, you know, acronym. Right. Uh, but yeah, like you said, no one ever used these, but that was uh, that was pretty ridiculous. Um, and then there was like one thing. It was the most ridiculous story ever. It was like they called it the Odyssey. It was like in eight parts. Yes. But each, part was 30, each part was 30 seconds. If that. <laughs> and it was all the same thing. It was her saying, I was dating this guy, and then I was like, mm, I don't want to date you anymore. And then a few months would pass, and I'd be like, oh, I, you know, I really want to date you again. And then he'd say, well, here's the thing. There's a girl that likes me, and I like her, and we're actually going out right now. Uh, so I would break them up, and then we'd start going out again. And then a couple months later, I'd be like, nah, I don't really want to date you anymore. And then I'd break up with him. And then I would see him again and want to be with him again. And then there would be a girl. And it was like, it was the same thing over and over again and at the end of it i was just like well you're a fucking monster <laughs> like what are you doing yeah. to this guy it was so ridiculous and now they're married yeah that was very yeah probably probably married <laughs> with a lot of kids oh my god yeah it was like i mean i think we've all known somebody like that that has on again off again relationship with somebody but it was like just to hear it just to, and so dispassionately like dead-eyed like said with no self-awareness that she was doing anything wrong just playing with nope. this guy's fucking heart but um 
Somebody got to feed them hogs. Um, <laughs> they're uh, that's to me that's the most unreli- that's the most underrated part of that stand up. By the way, is the way he just casually at the end <laughs> before he moves on real quick says somebody got to feed them. <laughs> but anyway, so um, uh, they talk about all the lines that guys will give girls. Like if you if you loved me for some reason. Um, Ted Danson several times sings a song I think he made up, which goes, "You you do it if you love me. You do it if you love me. You do it if you love me." (laughs) Oh jeez! It's like what the fuck, Ted Danson? (laughs) Like you really, Ted all Ted Danson in 1986 had to say was, uh, "Hey, there's my uh, there's my Porsche, and I'm Ted Danson from Cheers," and then he would have been fine. Yeah, it was pretty uh, ridiculous because um, th- th- this whole movie just—I I don't even understand what's going on. I mean, it—it it, it doesn't make sense. Is it a? I don't know if it's supposed to be a, a public service thing, or it looks almost like they're trying to make it like an actual movie at certain points. It's—it's it's a very strange vehicle. Yeah. So I think what happened was, is I think everyone involved in the movie was trying to do something else. Ted Danson was trying to get out of paying parking tickets. Uh, Justine Bateman wanted to make, I think she honestly wanted to make, uh, a, a better like public service video than the one she, like the girl next door. Yeah. Than the one, exactly. Than the one she grew up with. I think she really honestly wanted to do that. Jason. I'm surprised there's not a rap in here at some point. (laughs) Right. Jason Bateman was just roped into it, uh, because his sister wanted to do it. And you know, that, uh, um, fucking what's it called? The Hogan family money was Hogan's was drying Syria. up. Yeah, Hogan's family. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan Sears. <laughs> Jason Bateman is uh Bob Crane in Autofocus. Um, right. and then uh, I think the director was trying to like become a PA for David Lynch or something, <laughs> and uh, the guy doing the score was uh i don't know trying to torture terrorists <laughs> there's a couple of hilarious things in this movie um one of them is that um they just like basically put, like only pay lip service to the idea that a uh, a girl will pressure a guy into having sex yeah <laughs> so either like i guess it could happen <laughs> every once which in is a while, the right? accurate situation but you know in, in the modern days you have to imply that it's an equal chance of violence right uh, even Jason Bateman's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes, but come on. And his hair is ridiculous. Like, it's like, it's 80s hair on top. It's like he has a wig of 80s hair on top of his own 80s <laughs> yes, hair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it puts the boof in Buffons. It's, uh, it is huge. Um, I think if Jason Bateman had been standing in front of the World Trade Center, Oh, <laughs> it would have caught the planes in there. Yeah, it would have avoided that tragedy. Um, but anyway, so um, yeah, they, and the thing is, is like it's not even good as a public service announcement because I mean they talk about the lines that guys might use, and they basically say, "Look, you don't have to have sex with a guy if you don't want to have sex with them." But that's all they say. I mean, basically. What's weird is a couple times they specify penetration. So it's like, are, are they implying that, you know, hand jobs and like uh, other types of jobs are okay? 
they do say that hey, there's plenty of ways to uh, you know show affection without uh, you know having uh, intercourse. And then the guy makes like, the jerk off motion with his hand. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, ladies? Right. Oh, they call it the old fashioned. <laughs> they do. Oh, uh, and this one is also bitter. Another uh, side of the because t- <laughs> old fashioned is bitter. <laughs> Another uh, side of the times is uh, he's tell- the, the psychologist guy or psychiatrist is telling the crowd of kids about. It. He's like, this girl shows up to me with a black eye. Apparently, her boyfriend is beating her. They just like started roaring with laughter. <laughs> yeah, like, the, like this story just kept getting worse and worse. So the crowd was just like, just like it was hilarious to them. And then he's like, uh, and I was like, well, why do you keep going back to him? Oh, because I love him. And they're like, oh, it's so funny. Like, oh, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Uh, one thing that I noticed, do you think that they made all the black people sit in the front row? <laughs> I didn't notice that, actually. <laughs> like, every, like er, almost every person in the front row is black. I think all the black people were in the front row, and it's like, does University High School like want to make sure that everyone knows they're diverse? <laughs> does, doesn't University High School sound like a made-up like uh, place? It does. Like, it like sounds like something on 90210 or something. <laughs> Yeah, or in uh, the 21 or 22 Jump Street movies. Like, oh, I went to University High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but that, yeah, the psychologist's name is Saul Gordon. Um, and uh, appa- Irish? Apparently he... T- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently he, uh, he died in uh, um, 2008, December 2nd, uh, 2008. Um, now he actually I actually found the same article. Did you know that Justine Bateman actually gave a speech at the funeral? No, I didn't. So she was she was really tight with him, huh? April Fools. Oh, you got me. <laughs> he sounded disappointed. I was really exci- well, I was, I was really excited at the uh, at the thought that Justine Bateman gave uh, uh, his eulogy. But um, I mean, you can always ask Justine Bateman at her job, wherever the fuck that is. Right. <laughs> How does she survive? Oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I guess she's got all that um, family, family ties, ties money. money. <laughs> yeah, she probably does have a lot of family ties money, actually. Um. So there's a guest book uh, on uh, this website, uh, which is like a memorial for Saul Gordon, and I want to say. Um, you know, full disclosure, I don't know anything about this dude or his life. Uh, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but apparently uh, there's at least a few people uh, on here who uh, are accusing him of uh, sexually molesting them. Uh, and they're, they're dudes. Uh, and this guy, and this, this guy was married. Um, so obviously if he was gay, was closeted gay. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, the, you know the story is the same in in many uh, things, but they were like, "Yo, yeah." Hey, so now, so now it's good that Jesse Bateman wasn't at the funeral, <laughs> right? Good again. But she's like, uh, they're like, uh, you know, in '72, I was 18. You know, I, I was going into college, and this is, you know, this guy taught at this college, and anyway, you know, he put his hands on me, and you know, move towards my crotch you know, and all this stuff. me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he said, uh, you'd do it if you loved me. <laughs> he didn't say that. Um, even allegedly. But, uh, and what's funny is this dude. Isn't, isn't that kind of true though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, if you really is. didn't love a person. Yeah, of course. Um, 
But what's funny is, so this dude uh, says, um, <laughs> one, one person says, Saul enjoyed life and he enjoyed life with other young men. <laughs> he, did, he did what he wanted. And in that, uh, he never hurt anyone. Granted, he had a wife and still played with very young men. It takes courage to do what he did, but I don't judge him. I don't understand what any of that means, but the next response to that is too soon, my friend, <laughs> which I think is just hilarious. Oh my God. Down a very weird path. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. All I know is he's, all I know is people have accused uh, him of this after he's dead and he can't defend himself. So, I mean, you Much know, like those young men could defend themselves. Right. And I mean, if he, if he did, you know, if he did bad things, then I guess if you support him, you're a bad person, <laughs> but uh, I guess we're bad people for watching this. And Justine Bateman is a bad person too. Um, Ted dance just wanted to get out of parking tickets. So whatever. Um, but, uh, I think Ted Danson did his part in five minutes. Oh, for sure. Ted Danson walked on set and they're like, here's a chair for you to, to here's a chair for you to lazily sit in sideways so that everyone knows you're cool and it's 1986. <laughs> like, that's the height of, that was the height of being cool in the 1980s is that you sat in a chair in a non-traditional manner. <laughs> <laughs> you either turned it around and, and and sat with it backwards, or you sat on your head like Robin Williams from Mork and Mindy, or you. According to a, a joke your dad told me, uh, there's a certain way to fit four people on a stool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think he told me that one, but it sounds like a joke you enjoy. It absolutely sounds like a joke you would say. Uh, but yeah, so um, <laughs> so I don't like I said I don't know. I, I don't want to get I'm not we're not gonna get into it obviously. I just wanted to point it out that the accusations out there. Um if he did it, obviously it's bad. You know, and I'm not I'm not victim shaming. It's too soon it's too soon for that, my friend. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm not I'm not victim shaming and saying like, hey, you should have come forward when he was alive, you know, so he could defend himself or or face his crimes or whatever. There are many reasons why people you know, wait uh, to report stuff like this. It happens all the time, whether it's men or women, where they wait long periods of time because of shame or, or fear or whatever. Um, but all I'm saying is, is that it's basically at this point impossible to verify whether it's whether it's true or not true. So, I don't know what to do with that information. But there it is. I just yeah, the show sucks. I like to bring it down. <laughs> I like to bring the uh, the mood down for everybody, but yeah, this it was. Oh my gosh, so it was the most so 80s weird. thing of all time. Seriously, I think I think that um, there was very precise instructions on how to fast forward on your VHS uh, recorder. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think the co-producer of this movie was cocaine. <laughs> And the other co-producer was the Zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what did that fucking guy say? Um, love is like the, being on the planet Z of happiness. What the? Fuck? I don't. I don't know what that means. That is a dude that won't get. Would never get laid until, uh, you know, one fateful night at Comic Con. <laughs> like, 
when he's dressed as uh, Commander Data or something like that. Like, what the fuck? The Planet Z of happiness. Do you think Data would be the, the best way to get chicks uh, if you had to dress as a Star Trek figure? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think the obvious choice would be Riker, Commander Riker, um, huh. if you have to be next generation anyway. But uh, no, you don't have to be next generation. Oh well, if you could go, if you could go in any any direction, um, hmm, bones. Well, you don't want to be his fucking son, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Why? What's wrong with his son? I, I'm not aware of this. Isn't that uh, Walter Kovacs, or is that not him? <laughs> Maybe that's that's that's, that's when I Ernie that's when Ernie Kovacs and Walter Koenig had a child. <laughs> well, Walter Koenig's uh, son was Boner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have oh, been Bones and Boner. That would have been hilarious if Bones, if the guy that played DeForest Kelly, the guy that played Bones, if his son played Boner, <laughs> that would have been perfect. Oh my god! Uh, but um, no, uh, I don't know. Character's given name was uh, Richard Stubbone. What do you think, Worf? I think Worf's like an under the radar. You can put a lot of makeup on. Yeah, it could be Worf. If you don't, if if like if you're not attract if you're not an attractive person, then I think the more makeup, the better. If you're trying to get laid, if you're, you could probably make a whole Klingon cock genre if you wanted to. <laughs> right, exactly. Would it would have like weird ridges on like the head though? <laughs> uh, ribbed for her pleasure <laughs> and <laughs> and pain when you come out. <laughs> oh, my they God. fight another male with it uh, before they uh, mate. <sighs> Probably isn't. Really... What about the Borg? Who Bork? The the Borg? Oh, the Borg. Okay. Yeah, they look like weird dominatrixes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dressed in that fucking leather and shit. Albino dominatrix. That's the weird thing about them. They're all albino, no matter what race they they came from. I guess maybe that's the that's the future everyone wants, right? One one color. Jeez. <laughs> if we see you were in the Turner Diaries uh, that you read <laughs> last week again. <laughs> no, I think everyone should mix. And then we should all just be whatever, whatever color that is, whatever one mixes. I think we should have a series of multiracial orgies until everyone is one thing. There we go. Once this uh, COVID nineteen thing's taken care of, that's how we'll celebrate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No more social distancing. But there should be some kind of language where you're not responsible for raising these children, because otherwise, I'm not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just why would that be oh. alright but yeah this was this was really weird um, very bad <laughs> and just I don't one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life it's very strange it's I don't even understand it I want to point out if you want to see more of this for some reason uh, Red Letter Media did a episode I think it's Wheel of the Worst number six uh, from Red Letter Media, I believe that's the one that's on. Um, but if you want to hear, you know, they're... not be confused with Pearl Jam's Ledbetter Media. Exactly. But if you want to hear their, uh, if you want to hear their take on it, uh, I implore you to go check them out. I like Red Letter Media a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's weird. It's dumb. I don't know what we're gonna do next week because we haven't talked about it. So 
you can't you you can't what Get, about guess next, what about next week we'll we'll do an episode or something but we'll uh we'll like uh live uh what do we call it oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 we can do uh we could do uh i'll figure out how to do like i think we can do youtube and Netflix, you could sync them up for sure yeah i was gonna say there's a thing called netflix party oh really It'll sync the, even if like whoever was controlling it were to pause it, mm-hmm. it would pause on both at the same spot. Oh my god, that's awesome! Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll if, we can, if we can figure it out, we can just have a Netflix party link in case anybody else also wants to watch it. We can tweet it out. Yeah, for sure. So we will talk about that off air, get that all situated, and then we will notify you uh, prior to doing it. Uh, but yeah, that's our episode for today, and uh, I don't know. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. See you next time.